0: hello fabulous friends fans and superstars welcome to synchronicity web tv i am your host nadia shaw and this is your moment of synchronicity well today i get to celebrate with you the one and only darren star not to be confused with the superstar music producer although this darren star of astrology truly is shining so bright in astrology and i'm so very pleased to celebrate him with you today because he is also going to be part of the upcoming January 2022 speaker series at Synchronicity University with some truly outstanding astrologers and right now until the end of December 2021 you can choose your tuition rate as low as just five dollars a class at SynchronicityUniversity.com. So with Darren how did I come across Darren well it was a couple of years ago and as you may know because you've seen Cosmic Homegirl on my channel before I'm such a fan of hers. And I got a notification on my phone that Cosmic Homegirl and Darren Starr are now live on YouTube, and they are going to talk about Biggie Small's chart. And I just, of course, if you have watched me for a while, you know, I'm such a big fan of the Notorious B.I.G. So I jumped on it and I went onto her channel. And there I saw this beautiful young man, not Darren Starr, the music producer, but For me, it ended up being even better because it ended up being this brilliant up and coming astrologer and really the way that he and Cosmic Homegirl did that chart really impressed me. And so he had stayed on my radar. And when the time came for me to choose the next roster of a speaker series for Synchronicity University, he was one of the people I wanted to be sure to reach out to. And so Darren Starr has been doing so much making moves in astrology. Now, the great thing is he's going to be teaching on a topic that's very popular, career and vocation in the astrology chart. Welcome, Darren. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. It is a pleasure. And thank you for seeking me out, Nadia. It was such an honor and very surprising. So, And I was very flattered because I've been watching you for for years, and I have learned a lot from you. And I've apply some of the knowledge that I have learned from you to my practice. So it was very flattering and I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, thank you so much, Darren, that means a lot to me. It means a lot to me to inspire people and especially to see you this uh, really, I mean, I can't really say you're up and coming anymore because you were up and coming, but you really have been establishing your own space within astrology. And, And I've loved seeing your expertise just really shining. And so how do you feel about where you are in terms of your astrology practice, but also in terms of the impact that you're making in your own right?
1: Um, when I first got into astrology, I got excited about it, just like everyone else does. You know, when you first uh, discover what a birth chart is and knowing your ascendant and moon sign and all of those things, it really wowed me. And then the more I learned, the more I've actually kind of reached retreated in a way um, because I just been consuming myself with studying researching and practicing and um, I like to practice a lot of different techniques and a little quick advice that I I like to give to people is to study one type of astrology and if you uh them like I study Hellenistic astrology, I study modern Western astrology, I study, I study Vedic astrology, and I apply the techniques that, I've, that I find that seem to work. And uh, when you did ask me to join your university, to be honest, I was kind of nervous because I didn't know exactly what to teach because I know so many different things and I wanted to teach something that, that I find would be useful to people. And something that I appreciate, and with this Venus retrograding in Capricorn, I wanted to honor the energy of Capricorn, which is a career-oriented, status-hungry zodiac sign, stereotypically, of course. And uh, and I have a lot of tenth house placements myself, and uh, it just dawned on me I could teach about career or what a per or what a person's uh, purpose in life is, and this class should help people um, with their interpretation skills, too. Because a lot of the stuff that we learn, like if we learn foundational astrology, like what the planets mean, what the signs mean, what the houses mean, just blending all of those things, you can actually figure out what exactly what, exactly what we are here to do in this lifetime. And hopefully, you could turn it into a work-related field And um, also this Venus retrograding, well, it's not retrograding yet, but it will soon. I think it'll have everyone just kind of reevaluating what our worth is in terms of what we do for work or what we do for a living. It can be relationship oriented too. And I know it's not gonna be work related for everybody, but I'm just speaking on the nature of that particular zodiac sign. And so, and I just kind of noticed the energy around jobs and working at home due to the pandemic and people are, are actually not settling for low rate paying jobs either. That's another thing I've noticed so when this Venus retrograde happens, I think that'll be a lot more emphasized. It's really thinking about what we are wor- what we are you know worth being paid for because a lot of a lot of people in the world the common people are undervalued and underpaid you know so i have a lot of tourist placements too so my mind is always on money <laughs> so i just felt like that's something that i feel like i can teach like enhance your interpretation skills um and also showing you you know wealth related things in the chart too
0: which is very powerful because we are on the earthly plane like we're embodied mm-hmm. for a reason i like to say but also i think that this is the world we've created where understanding prosperity, defining it for yourself, understanding Mm. what it means to align with it. It is part of the world that we have created. And so I love that you are talking about career and vocation, but also understanding the alignment with prosperity. I've also found like when we're looking at career and vocation, very often people say career, but what they mean is purpose. And so I love that you said earlier um, what we're here to do, right? Everybody mm-hmm. is sort of interested in understanding what we're here to do. And it is the 10th house, and it is by exploring not just career in a practical sense, although that's part of it, but exploring what it means to align with your purpose and to understand that you are worthy of prosperity. These are some very powerful spiritual yearnings that we as human mm-hmm. beings have.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And um, of course, when it comes to career, the first thing that people look at is maybe the 10th house. And the 10th house does represent career, reputation, or it also represents your karmic obligations. And the word karma doesn't always have to mean something scary. It could also just mean the actions that you take because it is an angular house. And you could also look at the other angular houses too, like houses one, four, seven, and 10. And there's way more things to a person's career besides the 10th house, or any planets that you may have in Capricorn. The sun plays a role with career too, because it represents vitality, energy, leadership roles, and it has a lot to do with that identity. We have a tendency to say, I am X zodiac sign, even the people who don't know anything about birth charts, astrology, most common people go by the birth chart and they say, I am this and I am that. And we run with that. And we put so much emphasis on that and have an ego with that. Um, that's what the sun is. It's ego it likes to shine. And, you know, we like to be known for that specific zodiac sign. Even if we don't even act like that zodiac sign, we may act our other placements. And so, um, if we have time, I do want to, you know, go through a list of um, what the planets can contribute to as far as a career, just to give you a taste of what the class will be about. And then in the class, I will give you um, more specific techniques like interpretations like planet and sign in house. We will talk about aspects like opposition, squares, conjunctions. Um, I also dabble into um, what they call in Vedic astrology, uh, planetary yogas. And what that word means is uh, a combination of something that equates to something else, like one plus two equals three kind of thing. Like if you were to have the 10th Lord uh, with the 8th Lord, you could potentially be an astrologer or something like that. Just something, little stuff like that, I will elaborate on in the class. And um, if you don't mind, I wanted to talk about uh, what the planets signify as far as career goes. If yes, it's please do. in the chart. If it's please prominent do. in the chart. So um, I don't want anybody to make the assumption that, oh, if you have, you know, Mercury in the 10th house, you're gonna be an author. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It's just general, I'm just speaking in general what the planets are capable of, if they signify something related to your purpose in life, your path in life, or what your karmic obligations are or career. So um, really quickly, I'm gonna start with the sun. So um, like I said, the sun does represent our uh, leadership skills or it also represents intellect or our spiritual enlightenment. So I'm just gonna glance at my notes really quickly. So, With the sun, you could be in a high position of authority if the sun is prominent some kind of way. Or you could think of people who are like politicians or people who rule over people because the sun is a ruler and it has to have confidence to... Because sun is an illuminating planet. So it's also about eyesight and vision. And based on the visions that you have, the things that you see, you are able to dictates so dictators, governors, people who oversee things and oversee people so you have to have a strong leadership skills and be able to be independent and really exercise your individuality because that's what the sun represents independence individuality leadership and also creativity so um you know creative projects or even crafting or um Self-oriented careers where you're not afraid to be on the spotlight, like an actor, like you could be an actor or even a model, just something that has your name on it or something a lot to do with you, your body, your health or anything like that. So anything like that, producers, directors. And if you think about the nature of the sun, as it rises, that's when things come out from the dark, like animals, insects, plants, um, fruit. So it could be anything related to cultivating something or agriculture or farming. So careers like that, anything to do with your vitality, your health, sometimes something related to health, like doctors and healers. Um, So sometimes that comes into play, but performing arts, anything that could potentially give you fame. And then with the moon, The moon has a lot to do with uh, nurturing and caring. So being a nurse is a possibility or something that requires you to care for something or someone or nourishing. And the moon has a lot to do with liquids and water. So purifying something, cleansing. It's also a planet that could deal with agriculture and uh, anything to do with liquids like working with water or liquids or the oceans like marines or fishing, boating, or anything to do with females and women, anything that would benefit a woman, like trade and exchange or some type of business that would uh, be beneficial to women or children, because the moon represents mother and nurturing, taking care of their offspring. And uh, this is a strange one, but transporting and traveling. But And the reason why that is, is because the moon is the fastest moving planet. So it has a waxing waning energy, so there's a rhythmic notion to it. So sometimes traveling or dancing, that's another strange one, but it's, it has a lot to do with rhythm. So when, when it comes to dancing, you have to have rhythm and changes. So being able to have some kind of fluidity um, Like Michael Jackson is a good example. He has moon on the Ascendant in Pisces and he was known for um, doing the moonwalk. So little things like that. So trade, buying, selling, import, export, or restaurants because you're feeding the public, you're nourishing them with food. And then Mercury, I would say has the longest list. Mercury has a lot to do with... uh, in terms of career you could be a writer an author anything to do with language linguistics uh, acting comedians because mercury can be a youthful childish planet <laughs> you know so I, a lot of comedians come out of that planet um or a trickster or a wordsmith or translating like you speak foreign languages or anything to do with uh Editing, auditing, you know, because Mercury is ruled by Virgo as well. So anything that will require you to something that will require you to be in detail oriented fields or anything to do with speech, radio, podcasts, YouTubers, uh, teaching or giving instructions, messengers, sharing knowledge, um, TV hosts, uh, anything where you're sharing information or even gossip TV. Um, advertising and this is another planet that could be associated with buying, trade, sell, um, accountants, mathematics numbers, decoding something, problem solving. Um, it also has a lot to do with skills with your hands or dexterities and astrologers because we are interpreting this you know the symbols in the sky or interpreting the lights and we you know we translate what we think these symbols mean or what the plants are saying to us and then with Venus this could have you could have a career something related to luxury jewelry wealth money currency it's another planet where you could have a career that benefits females women um, like selling lingerie or perfumes or uh, cosmetics, makeup, or beauticians like haircuts and you know stuff like that. And it also deals with the five senses. So anything to do with the texture like touching or feeling or smelling something like perfumes, uh, sounds, so music. So a lot of musicians have something going on with their Venus, another planet that deals with rhythm and dancing, singing. Um, fashion, beauty, art, beauty industry, creativity, um, painting, because Venus is associated with aesthetics or um, uh, blending colors together, so getting creative with colors, so drawing comes to mind, painting, decorating, design, um, refinement, and this also does well with the entertainment industry or theater, and it's a planet of love, too. So sometimes if your Venus is doing something kind of wild, like you could be in the sex industry or or even even relationship counseling or matchmaking, like more of that Libra feel, like matchmakers, advising, helping, stuff like that. And uh, Mars, this is a planet of uh, competition, wars, battles. So you could be into sports, athletics, fighting, and also, the symbol of Mars is a circle and an arrow, like a sharp pointy arrow. So it can represent sharp objects. So anything that benefits men, like Venus benefits women, Mars benefits men. So guns, sharp objects, um, iron, metal, mining, construction, um, soldiers, armies, or the military, police, firemen, in um, if it's doing something, uh, it could be in the health related field too, um, because surgeons can come out of this because you're using sharp objects. So if you if you were to be in the medical field some kind of way, like urgent care, because Mars is about rushing and moving fast, so you have to be quick and on your feet. So emergency type fields, or you notice that doctors can be a little temperamental because, they have so much anxiety to rush and take care of like people who is wounded or cut or something like that. So a lot of doctors, you'd be surprised, they have a lot of Mars energy in them. So um, so yeah, engineers can come out of Mars, um, entrepreneurs, cause Mars is kind of individuality, independence, self-eye, just kind of like the sun. And Mars can also strangely play a role with real estate property and territory, because Mars likes to, whenever it wins the war, it likes to put its flag down. So there's a lot to do with territory too. They like to own land, something with their name on it, very similar to the sun, with something with your name on it, something that says I, something that says this belongs to me. So landlords can come out of this, and also chefs and cooks too, because you're dealing with fire, and Mars will fire and knives and you know, sharp objects. So strangely enough, cooks and chefs come out of this hunting, exploring like traveling or hunting or conquesting or just dangerous environments in general. And if there's some kind of negative circumstance going on with your Mars, a person could potentially be a thug or a thief or some kind of criminal. Cause Mars at the end of the day is a malefic planet. So sometimes if your Mars is not like, let's say in good dignity, you could potentially be some kind of underhanded person or a criminal, something where you take something that doesn't belong to you. So you take it for selfish reasons because Mars does represent that selfish side to ourselves. But um, you can
0: direct the energy consciously. That's the great thing. I don't want people out there who uh, have one of their children with this placement to go, oh my God, this could <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So in my notes, I did put in parentheses negative circumstance, like if you just exercise that negative side, you could actually turn it around, too, Um, because I know someone who had some bad marks. I won't describe it because I don't want nobody to, you know, say, oh, I have that like and I'm not that way or I don't want them to be fearful if they do become that way. Like this person that I know used had this Robin Hood complex, Mm -hmm. where he would steal from people's homes and then bring it back to the people that he loved. So his Mars was kind of like, kind of weird. He had a weird Mars anyway, but on the good side, he turned it around and instead of stealing from people's homes, he actually started working inside people's homes instead. So he has some Mars cancer stuff and crazy aspects to it. Um, But he did eventually turn it around where he did something good. So, and then uh, Jupiter, Jupiter is um, a planet of abundance and sharing knowledge. So teaching comes to mind, mentoring, scholars, advising, counseling, coaching. um, And because it's such an enthusiastic planet, they are very good promoters or that's why they do well with advertising because they're good at promoting something and making things, you know, pretty big and vibrant and lively and just in something that in excites you or brings a lot of enthusiasm, makes you feel good, makes you want to get something, makes you want to buy something. So, um, and also because it's the opposite of Mercury in the sense of the science that they rule, Jupiter is not a planet that deals with things to be so literal. So sometimes people who are influenced by that planet, they are very good storytellers or they use metaphors to describe you know, something. Something with some kind of meaning behind it. So they're good storytellers but it's not always meant to be taken literal. It's just supposed to take the meaning out of it, if that makes sense. Um, do you get what I mean when I say that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Like they are good storytellers in that they're able to explain things. They're able to help you to feel whatever it is that they're communicating. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're weaving stories or not Mm -hmm. being straightforward. It means that they have a way of expression that helps Mm -hmm. you to understand.
1: Yes, exactly. So I don't want people to misunderstand me and say that Jupiter is some kind of deceiving planet that's not what it means it's actually a moral ethical planet so when I say storytelling I just mean like something that's not meant to be taken literal you're just supposed to get something out of that metaphor out of that story to help you understand the things that are happening literal Mercury is literal Mercury is very specific Jupiter is not it's just more about the, the bigger picture and then Jupiter could also deal with uh financing or banking, um, treasury or profiting something, lending, um, priests, preachers or anything to do with rituals. Like I feel like Jupiter is the law of attraction too. So just uh, practicing um, positivity in your life, like speaking positivity, um, acting out positive things, positive words. Um, So yeah, rituals comes to mind or mentors, you know, or people who write self-help books, or just sharing any type of positive knowledge and wisdom. Sometimes politicians can come out of this, and also because Jupiter has a lot of rules children, like producing children, it could deal with biology, you know, or anything that would require something microscopic to see it. Um, It deals with the law, so lawmakers, like anything that is moral or ethical and Jupiter is more of a plus yes planet where Saturn is more negative so it's more like laws on the things that you are allowed to do like saying yes you're allowed to do this yes you're allowed to do that and then um I don't want to go over time so I'm gonna just stick with the traditional planets if that's okay with you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so I will talk about Saturn last so Saturn Um, last but not least, can deal with manual labor um, or the kind of work that most people don't want to do. Like, you know, it could be related to building because Saturn does deal with concrete, tangible things. So building, it could also play a role with real estate because you're dealing with tangible things like bricks and cement and things like that. So construction comes to mind, real estate comes to mind, factories, warehouses, or anything that has a a routine to it, like clock in, clock out type of jobs. It even has the name chronos on top of the little clock in, clock out machines and Saturn is chronos. Um, So yeah, time clocks, um, working with the elderly people or sick people, or you're working for somebody else, like you're an employer, you're not the owner, like you're the employee working for somebody else, um, servants and union workers. Um, and the cool thing about Saturn, it turns, it strangely turns negative things into a positive things. Like it comes to that racks to riches story where you come out of poverty or you come out of the ghetto or come out of a rough situation. So as far as jobs go, um, they could have careers that are related to recycling or working with diamonds, like anything that you could take from the ground or something that is something that's kind of worthless because Saturn deals with things that are like worthless or just eliminating things because Saturn is about excretion and getting rid of un- the unnecessary stuff. So you'll people who are influenced by that planet in terms of career, they wind up being maids or servants or cleaning jobs those unglamorous jobs though but the necessary unglamorous jobs that need to be done so like um people who take out the trash like garbage men um in saturn is also a plan of judgment and criticism so judges people who are like crit- critiquers you know people who sit and point out flaws like if like even in the modeling industry, models are on the receiving end of judges. So sometimes a lot of models will have a Saturn-Venus thing going on because Venus is beauty and Saturn is the judge. So sometimes it could play on that way. So i always, whenever you think of Saturn, always think of the turning coals into diamond metaphor. And also, Saturn also is is about dealing with uh, burdens and um, carrying things, like carrying burdens and struggles. So um, people will have like trucking jobs or transportation or portering or lumbering, anything that requires a lot of weight on you, like carrying a lot of weight, carrying a lot of stress, carrying a lot of things on top of you. And you know how Saturn is the traditional ruling planet for Capricorn and Aquarius, like the man carrying a a pitcher of water, it could also represent like a person who's like a servant, like a waiter, but it also represents, you know, carrying something really heavy for the sake of other people because Aquarius is a working sign in the sense of that benefits people in society. You know that was more the traditional point of view of Aquarius. So, yeah. So that's pretty
0: much it. for um, the traditional planets. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel too left out. I know we have a little bit of time left. Can I mm-hmm. ask you maybe just use a few key words? Just touch on if you have an outer planet. And so we're talking mm-hmm. about planets in the 10th house here. Right. Even though you mm-hmm. could have this planet kind of active or an aspect to the midheaven. Focusing mm-hmm. more on planets in the tenth house, can you give just a few very quick keywords for Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto? Because I know people are going to ask.
1: Yeah, they are. Okay, I'll squeeze it in. So with Uranus, uh, I notice these are my own observations, but anything that requires new inventions, like a new thought, a new idea, um, Uranus. The way I the way I look at Uranus is that it's not a visible planet. But some people say that sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And to me, that speaks volumes on the nature of Uranus, where the nature of Uranus is temporary. So wherever Uranus is in in your chart, that portion of your life is like temporary. Like if you have a Uranus-Venus conjunction, the relationships are usually quick or short-lived, short-circuited. So electricity comes to mind, so the internet um technology um, modern technology mostly labs scientists technicians and also as a plan of independence and individuality kind of like mars in a way only uranus is a little bit more on the kooky side or the weird side so freelance type of careers or things that are kind of unorthodox but also where you would want individuality in space so a lot of entrepreneurs come out of this we can be your own boss or be some kind of innovator. So um, I really couldn't find too much with Uranus, but those are the kind of things that come to mind. So, um, so yeah, we kind of live in a world where we utilize modern technology every single day. So, internet, electricity, things like that come to mind. Neptune, um, anything I would say, magicians anything that creates an illusion or delusion. And I know Neptune gets a bad rep for being deceptive, but sometimes Neptune could also be healing in the sense of not dealing with the burdens of the, you know, the stress of reality. So sometimes I've noticed people would be in the field of drugs, like medicine, you know, not always drugs, like getting high or anything like that. Sometimes it could play out that way, but and another way, sometimes I've seen it play with uh, pharmaceuticals or uh, anesthesia, just anything that takes you out of reality. Because sometimes that could be a good thing, like anesthesia. No one wants to feel what's going on during surgery, so I feel like Neptune is beneficial in that way. And also dealing with liquids, chemicals, oceanography, photography, so cinematography. So I feel like people who have prominent Neptune positions are usually in the film industry, movies, anything that creates special effects, because movies have a lot of special effects. So what you're seeing on TV is not necessarily real. So Neptune can be played on a positive way like that. So anything that where you're utilizing your fantasy, your dreams. um, Sometimes I notice people will be into graphic design. Anything that's not necessarily tangible, real. And this is another planet that is not that is not visible to the naked eye. So it's nothing that you can get your hands on. And I heard an astrologer just say one time that Neptune doesn't necessarily rule the drug itself, like the tangible drug, it's just the state of mind that you're in. You know, being high off of some drug or alcohol or just that state of mind where there's no clarity. And sometimes it can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how it's placed in the chart or what kind of aspects that you're having. And then with uh, Pluto, you know, I would say research-oriented fields or investigators or anything where you're finding out secrets or taboo subjects or dealing with death and longevity-related topics like death and rebirth or uh, maybe um, doctors who deliver babies, like stuff like that, espionage, psychology, taboo subjects, uh, sex-related work, you know, sometimes I've, I've had clients where where Pluto was heavily involved with Venus or Mars and sometimes they'll be in the sex industry. You know, so Pluto can be very, um, just things that are like in the dark or behind the scenes. Saturn can play a role with like being behind the scenes too. So they're kind of related as far as like having, they're similar in the sense of having careers where you're behind the scenes or dealing with death. like. Um, morticians and stuff like that. So Saturn and Pluto are kind of similar on those topics, you know, dealing with death, dealing with dead bodies and stuff like that.
0: Thank you so much, Darren. That was really amazing. I love that you gave people sort of a precursor and we've learned so much about planets in the 10th house here. Imagine what more you all could learn by taking this incredible course with Darren Starr as part of the January 2022 speaker series at Synchronicity University, some of the most brilliant minds in astrology today, including the one and only Darren Starr. There's so much more to learn about career and vocation in astrology, but I'm so glad that Darren had a chance here to really help us to understand some of the foundation and what he's going to be building forward from where it comes to understanding career and vocation in the astrology chart. Remember, if you sign up before the end of December, you can choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class, an unheard of rate to learn such quality astrology from the likes of the one and only Darren Starr. Darren, thank you. I'm so, so happy that you are going to be teaching at my school. I just celebrate you, and I celebrate your successes. I'm so proud of you for all the gains that you've been making uh, over the last couple of years that I've been following you, and just really keep going, keep shining. You really are doing wonderful things in astrology.
1: Thank you so much, Nadia. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Darren, I send you very big hugs and thank you to everybody out there. And until we connect again, take care. Bye.